I found a box of old cassette tapes. They weren't numbered, they weren't dated, and they weren't organized whatsoever. These are those tapes. James, hello? Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, you, you didn't say hello when you picked up. I never do. That's, uh, it, you know, you know, that's how I do my screens. They, um, they don't auto start until they hear a hello. So I wait. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. That's smart. Thank you. Yeah. This is Jill, correct? I don't screen. I've probably, you know, I talk to everybody, you know me. Yes. We're, we are different in that regard. This, this is Jill, correct? Yes. This is your sister, Jill. Hello. Hello. And, uh, I, uh, mom wanted me to call and, um, check up on you because of, you know, the, the coronavirus and all that. She just wanted to make sure, you know, that you were okay and that, uh, you know, see how you and Cecily were doing and the pigs and, and all that. Well, we are good. I appreciate the concern. Mother did write me, and I expressed to her that we are safe. We have moved the pigs, as well as a number of other animals, into the bunker with us. Oh, um, it okay. Is, it's made feeding a little more challenging. Uh, however, yeah. and I did have to, apologies for the graphic nature of this, but I did have to slaughter one of the pigs in front of the children for us oh. to consume nutrients, but we are living healthy and safely in now, the bunker. Was that for ham or I don't really know how pigs work. Well, um, Deborah was saying she would like a necklace. And so I used some of the teeth for that and we needed a rug. And then of course the rest went to, um, uh, sustenance. Oh, okay. Wait, a rug? Yeah, uh, they're more of like a boar, and so they grow a a wiry long hair. It's a terribly uncomfortable rug. However, I was trying to set an example to show them. Sometimes it's not good to get what you wish for. Show who? Sorry, the pigs or the kids? That was the children saying they'd like a rug. We we as you know, the bunker has a very hard, cold floor. And now it has I, a... I mean, I know because you've described. And again, I'm sorry that, uh, you know, me and Chad never made it out. We're just, you know, we're both very busy at the at our firm. Um, and, uh, you know, I know you said you won't give us instructions to get there unless we were actually coming. So we don't totally know where it is. But I mean, once this once coronavirus is over, I hope we can come, you know, see the bunker and the pigs and the kids and all of that. That would be terrific, and I am happy to send you, obviously, in Morse code, directions when you are in your vehicle and and in the direction of our home. And I apologize for the secure nature otherwise beyond that, but as you know, um, you know they, they will be listening. Um, yeah, I mean, I think agree to disagree. So you don't want to um, come visit? No, I want to come visit. I just, I guess, I mean, I know you said that people are listening. Um, I'm just, it's fine. 
Okay, good. I mean, you you know as well as I do that currently the United States Postal Service is listening to even this call. Yeah, I guess. Um, um, I guess I I don't work. You know, I don't have anything I'm doing that I'm worried about the post office knowing about. Um, I don't really have any secret i mean i we i i am in a book and wine club that i don't tell everybody about because then my friend marjorie who's very annoying will want to be in it and it's hard to be in a book club with her because she doesn't read the book she just flips through and then she has a lot of opinions about it anyway to kind of like overcompensate for not reading the book so i guess that's a secret that's a, i hope that if the postal postal service if you're listening don't tell marjorie about the book club but um you know, other than that, uh, not too many uh, secrets uh, that I, so I guess if they are listening, I guess have at it. Uh, what, now what do you, so you're worried that find out about your syrups and, and are, is it syrups or oils? It's tinctures and oils that we have been manufacturing and, oils. and those are 100% legal. I just don't trust a company that makes their employees dress in silly outfits and drive and know where everyone's home is. I don't want them near my domicile and I don't trust those little outfits. I mean, I, I see your point, but, um, you know, there used to, I don't know if you remember, but there used to be like a phone book too, that had everybody's address and phone number. And as far as I know, nobody used it for anything you know what? We get in this discussion all the time and we shouldn't because at least is an agree to disagree area for Jill and James. True. You know, like we should focus on, uh, you know, I could tell you what uh, mom and dad have been up to because they've been, you know, they've been quarantining with me and Chad. They so, have been with you. Well, I, I did want to, you know, you sent me that book previously about maintaining relationships. And as to address your point regarding Marjorie, Another book I would recommend is called The Excitement of Exaltations, which involves confronting people when they have in some way inconvenienced or disrespected you. And I would suggest potentially saying to Marjorie, I don't care for your lack of reading of our books in our book club. Have you attempted that? Um, no, because, you know, Marjorie... I don't see her that much, especially now that we're in quarantine. And, you know, she is, she uh, works at the firm too with me and Chad. She's one of our junior human resources people. And so I don't really want to have a bad relationship with her. So I kind of just, you know what I do? I keep her at a friendly arm's length and, um, and I don't invite her to book club, but you know, if I'm going to Quiznos for lunch, I'll say, uh, Marjorie, do you want to, do you want a ham and cheese? Do you want a uh, turkey, the turkey fiesta sandwich? That's the one she likes. It has a chipotle sauce. Um, and, you know, I, I'll pick her up a free sandwich. So, we, like, we keep it, you know, I, I just feel like uh, you don't always have to have a conflict um, with someone. You can let it ride. That's what I'll, I'll say. Let it ride, Chad. Because, you know, Chad can get a little spicy. And I'll say, Chad, let it ride. You know, he'll want to get in a dispute with someone about a parking space or something like that. And it, Chad, just let it go. And that, you know, that's kind of a Jill thing. It is. So. I never knew that's what you were referencing when you would say that to me, let it ride. I, that's good to hear. And I, I suppose I only hope that you and Marjorie could one day have a relationship as strong as ours is. As yours and mine. Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would, yeah, that's, yes, we have a, um, so uh, mom and dad have been um, very uh, good about quarantine. So that's good because, you know, uh, dad can want to go to Costco. You know how he loves Costco. Uh, is he, he, is he, has he been, I hate to be a snoop, this, you do not have to um, divulge this information. However, as I put a number of hours, upwards of 500 into shaping it, is dad wearing the eye that I made for him when he does go to Costco? Well, he hasn't been to Costco. We've been able to talk him out of it. Um, Chad will go because, you know, Chad's the youngest of all of us and he's very healthy. So he'll put on his mask and his, his gloves and, uh, you know, his, uh, his hat and the, the whole, the whole nine yards and he'll go to Costco and he'll get the muffins that dad likes and he'll get the, you know, mom's brie cheese and, um, you know, all the things, uh, and, uh, so dad hasn't, he appreciates the eye that you sent him. Well, that is good, but he is not wearing it. Well, because we're mostly in the house and, um, for what, from what I understand that you can't get the germs can't just like get in the house, you know? Oh, I see. Well, I was guessing at the size. I thought perhaps it might not have fit or, or, but it, as it is germs related, that does make sense. Right. It, I mean, it looks great on him. It's a big eye that goes over the full head and it looks like a big eyeball. Uh, it's very clever. Thank uh, you. He loves it, you know, wears it around like sometimes they'll come around the corner. Ah, there's dad, you know, just he's like a body with a giant eyeball head. Right. Um, the idea it, being it's just that fun. it's just fun is what it is. It is. The house. Well, and it's effective, too. It'll keep people at a distance from you. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, you know, other than the mom and dad are just going, they go out for a walk. They go sit in the backyard. They've been really I mean, mom, mom snuck out one time. Um, to go to, well, she and her friend Sylvia had purchased some tickets. Did you have to dart her? Dart her? When she Oh, blow dart her. Correct. Well, I mean, she and, well, she and Sylvia went, um, to, they had tickets to this show called the Cucumber Cabana. And it's what it is, is these New Zealand fellas with large, you know, what's. Um, and it was, you know, it was going to be at the, at the community theater. They do a, a show, you know, in sort of like a loincloth situation. And, you know, she and Sophia are, uh, you know, they're horny. And so they had this cucumber cabana thing. And I don't know why these, these fellas must need the money. Um, and I guess they're at a distance from the audience. So they were going to do their show anyway. So, you know, I, uh, we had dinner and whatever. And then mom said she was going to go back into the guest house and get some sewing done. But there was something about the way she said it and she was wearing her perfume, you know, and I was like, where's mom going? And so then I go back out into the guest house and I check in no mom. And, uh, you know, I was able to see, I synced my calendar with her calendar to see what she was up to. And uh, there's the, there's the announcement for a cucumber cabana um, with Sophia. And so then uh, I figure out where she is and I go, yeah. And I, I got in the car and I took the, the trank dart gun that you sent me and you, I, you you know, I pulled up into the, into the parking lot and there's she and Sophia, there's smoking a joint in Sophia's car. And when mom gets out, you know, I tranquilizer dart her and then I'm able to, you know, I'm very strong. Uh, Sophia is just screaming her head off the whole time, uh, you know, cause I'm wearing a mask. So she doesn't know who I am. 
And uh, so then I tranquilize her dart mom. She falls, crumples, I would say. And uh, then I go over and I pick her up and I drag her to my car, get her in the backseat. Sophia is just screaming her head off. And um, then I, I get out of there. And then, you know, I texted Sophia. Ha ha, that was me. Nice try. And then like a smiley face. So then she knew, you know, that was me. Uh, well, it sounds like you followed and, protocol perfectly. Yeah, I mean, the things you and I have talked about in terms of if mom and dad get out. Right. How do we get them back in? And I'm impressed you were able to haul her over to the car without Sophia's help. I've been working out. I mean, there's not a lot else to do in quarantine. You know, I have some work Zooms, but other than that, you know, I've got kind of, I, I sort of look like Linda Hamilton now. Wow. Well, congratulations. And the, I suppose mom came to with the smelling salts and how was her mood and having not seen the gentleman with the cucumbers? Well, I mean, she was very angry. You know, she likes to see a wiener. Um, so she was annoyed. You know, she called me a cock blocker. Yeah, well, yeah, she will do that. Yeah, but, um, you know, she, then she she recovered. What I did was I put on blue bloods. You know, once she sees Tom Selleck, she cheers right up. Yeah. It reminds me of the time in high school when you snuck down the tree and she was waiting at the bottom of the tree for you. Although now roles have reversed. Then she she put a sack on your head then, correct? Oh, yeah, because, you know, that was always her and dad's thing. If If we got out, I think they honestly enjoyed the chase. Yeah. Well, the we number of times they sacked they me. they track us. Yeah. I never enjoyed getting sacked. In fact, one, one time a sack came f out of a tree onto my head as I was sprinting uh, yeah. across the lawn. I didn't care for yeah. that. Well, you know, they're so... Mom and Dad are just not spry like they used to be. But I remember... Yeah, I remember uh, me and my friends going to Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then, you know, they, they said, Okay, all the virgins come up to the front of the screen. And then I go up. And the next thing I know, a big, like, a, 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 it's not exactly a hook. It, it it goes around you like a hook, but then it starts to, you know, it kind of pulls you in like it's a loop. Oh, come, yeah. You know, from all the way to the back of the theater. And I it, it, then I next thing I know, I'm being pulled down the aisle, and there's mom, yeah. you know, reeling me in with a big reel. Yep. And uh, next thing I know, I'm in the Hyundai and uh, headed back home. Oh, I remember that loop. Dad nicknamed it Luke the Loop at one point, and that, that extender arm probably went a good 40 feet. And the engineering behind that, I do marvel at even to this day, because I would never see it packed. I'd go, and I remember the time he took me to the knife show. And of course, I walked up front where that gentleman was the, the fellow with, the, he had the eight fingers, remember? But he assured us that it wasn't due to knives. And he's juggling and cutting carrots. Right, eight and, fingers total, not eight fingers on one hand, which would be the opposite problem. Yeah, absolutely. He did. And I'm not being funny by not including thumbs. He did have thumbs. I'm including them in the fingers. And yeah, it was, uh, a, 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 it was, if I remember, a thumb and then five fingers on one hand. Correct. He did have an extra finger on that one hand. So six fingers on that hand, including the thumb. And then on the other uh, thing, you just had two, just the thumb and then the ring finger. Yeah. And he did most of his talking flamboyantly with his hands with the the hand with only the three digits. And no one could ever understand that. I suppose the six he felt was a little bit more uh, shocking. However, the other side, always, I always felt like he was giving me a, a, 
a surreptitious hang loose sign or something. Yeah, it had that feeling, didn't it? It really but did. Anyway, sorry, you were saying you were at the knife show. Well, I got up there to the front to watch him juggle and cut carrots and boots and all this, and he right as he handed me the knife, and I was getting ready to cut a boot, and I, and I had dreamed of cutting boots, and Dad knew this. I'd written him a letter saying, I, if I get to this knife show and can cut a boot, I'll consider my life successful. And just as he's handing me that damn knife... There comes Luke the Loop, pulled me to the back, and Dad threw me into the Hyundai and put me in the trunk this time and drove me right on home. Yeah, I mean, I I guess to you and me, it felt normal to be constantly chased and trapped by our parents. I suppose Um, so. Although I haven't gotten the luxury of repaying the favor as you have with that, that Trank gun. Well, you know, before this whole situation came up, you know, I had kind of you know, I had been going to therapy and the therapist said, no, it's not normal that your parents used to chase and trap you. Uh, you don't need to repeat the patterns. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, since mom and dad moved in here for quarantine, you know, it's uh, now I kind of see, you know, the point of of chasing and trapping your family. Well, absolutely. And I no amount of therapy is going to talk me out of that. And I want to confide in you something that I I need your word ahead of time that you are not going to share with anyone, but I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to have a confidant. And, and knowing this is a line that potentially is not secure, and the postmaster general is likely going to know this information, I'm still willing to share it with you if, if I have your word that you, it goes no further than you and I. Um, uh, sure. Terrific. Around our property are a number of holes dug in the ground, snares, quiet snares, shake snares, steep snares, and fall traps designed strictly for our parents. And I won't tell you the location of where, but if they come here, I'm trapping the hell out of them. Well, I mean, I guess they would have to escape me to come be trapped by you. Yes. And so... Do do our parents know the location of your bunker? Because you know Chad and I don't. Well, that that's the allure of it. They want to know where it is. They think I'm I'm only holding out to not share it for them because I don't want them here. What they don't know, I do want them here, and I want them in that damn snake snare. Huh? And then what's the plan from there? Well, I'll probably bring out Luke at some point and hoist him up out of there and and let him know that's not how you raise kids. Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I don't think they're going to get away from me here. Well, that's what you think. They're squirrely. you, You don't even have eyes on them right now. God, that's true. Hold on, let me go. I'll be right back. Yeah, check on them. The, the, those sons' guns are squirrely. Well, would you know it? They're gone. <laughs> yeah, well, you I, know, Mom told me to go make this phone call, and I came out here in the garage so it could be quiet. And now I see the whole thing was to was to escape. Well, they still don't know where I live, and even if they found out, they don't know where my snares are. And I'm expecting a call from them at any moment. And I guarantee you, I'm going to tell them exactly where I live. I'll even mail it to them so the post office knows. They can come get my snares, too. 
well, I'll, you know what? Why don't we do this? I'll chase them from this end. Great. And then if they show up there, you just give me a call and then I'll know where they are and that they're getting quarantined again with you. I'll do that. And I, you're still driving the Hyundai, right? I've still got the Hyundai. Yeah. Okay. So I'll know what to look for. Now, if you get here first, that could be a predicament because I haven't told you where the snares are and the fall traps and the dead. Well, I mean, I've had a lifetime of avoiding snares and fall traps from being raised by mom and dad. So I think I'll be able to spot them out, but I appreciate the warning. Sure. Um, if I get in one, you know, I just, I would love to come in and see that rug. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You come pet it. It'll, it I moves. Pick up that book gently. you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the excitement of exultations is is I feel going to be helpful beyond offering a fiesta sandwich to your coworker. Instead, you could offer her some understanding, empathy and compassion is what the book gets into. Okay. And if that doesn't work, I we could always set a trap for. Her. That does bring people closer. That's true. I could trap Marjorie. I, I haven't trapped anyone from work. Because as you know, I went to the therapy and again, she discouraged trapping people from work. Mm -hmm. I can't say I agree with that philosophy, but if there is some closure in it, then perhaps it has worked for you. For me, it was uh, knowing that if once I trap them and let them know that this is not how you raise kids, I think I'll, I'll be all cured. Yeah. Now, I'm hearing some kind of alarm going off in the background there. Is it possible one of your snares has been activated? Is your bunker nearby? I certainly hope not. In fact, I probably have to terminate this call as that's a little bit too much information for me. You might want to look out your window and just make sure it's not one of your neighbors. Probably, okay. probably a neighbor. Huh. All right. Well, if you have, to, I guess if you have to go. Does the, does, the, does the sound you're hearing sound like York? York? Yeah, I mean, you're literally making the exact sound I'm hearing, and it sounds like it's coming through this phone line. And I have a feeling your bunker is a lot closer than you've been letting on. Yeah, I think is your bunker on my property, James? Are you on the property? I think you're breaking up. I think I probably oh, have no. to. Let you, I don't. Chad, you come look for me. Don't you Chad, get the gun, Chad? Get the trank gun. Don't you go asking about Chad? His he's safe and sound. Don't you come looking for me. The sound you were hearing is probably a neighbor. James, I've, I've, I've cracked it. I know the bunker's on the property. I'm coming to find you. No way. I am ending this transmission. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging, I'm hanging up, James. I'm hanging up and I miss you desperately. And I, I, I love you and the family and hi to them kids and I'm hanging up. All right. I love you too. Talk to you soon. These Are Those Tapes is improvised and produced by Wendy Molyneux and David Huntsberger. For more information, please visit theseothosetapes.com. <laughs>